Welcome to Wake Up From Your Dream Job Podcast. I'm your host, Kristen McDonald. I took a 13-year tangent in my career, thinking that if I followed others' expectations of me and my job, I would be happy. Instead, I found joy and peace when I focused on the life I wanted and found a job that was an expression of my dreams, not a fulfillment of those dreams. Now it's your turn to dream bigger than just your job. I'll interview coaches, professionals, and people who have been where you are to give you tangible challenges to find fulfillment in and beyond your job. If you want to hear my full interview with Kristen, make sure you're signed up to the podcast newsletter. You can do that at wakeupfromyourdreamjob.com. I'd love to hear your thoughts and questions and maybe you can incorporate it in a future episode. You can email me at dreamjob at kristenmcdonald.com. And of course, thank you for subscribing to the podcast, Wake Up and Dream. So I'm doing something a little different with today's episode. My interview today with Kristen Judd was full of great information, but it really could be broken into some smaller bite-sized chunks. So we're going to try that. Today, you're going to listen to, honestly, what was the middle part of our conversation. But we talked a lot about going from your head to your heart in your work, as well as how do you move through life while you have all these expectations of the right thing to do that you're taught in school and how that's very different when you become an adult? There will be no challenge today because we didn't get to that piece. And so I'm going to try something different as well, not leaving you with a challenge, but just a one tidbit of conversation for you to ponder and help you think differently. Here's a little bit about Kristen. She holds a degree in accounting and finance from Fort Lewis College. After a stint in corporate America and ownership of a couple of small businesses, she's returned to the realm of financial services. Kristen's diverse experiences enable her to empathize with a wide range of situations, having personally navigated through them herself. A driving force in her decision to rejoin the financial services sector was the pursuit of a company that prioritized financial education for individuals, families, and business owners. Her commitment to her work emanates from a profound passion as she relishes the opportunity to liberate people from financial struggle and guide them towards a sustainable and empowering financial roadmap. So you mentioned the the environment, the culture of where you were, and the mentorship. Was anything different in you that helped you move from your head to your heart? Well, I think I was definitely in a space where I was ready to grow up. <laughs> so there, you know, there's, and, and I had a lot of life experience behind me, right? So I had, you know, gone through a couple of businesses and and been in wrong models. You know, obviously we had built something from scratch. We had tried different, um, uh, you know, systems and not really finding what what was really going to work for us or work for me. And then it's, I think you get to a point where you're just kind of like fed up. 
And for me, I think I was fed up of not succeeding because I wasn't really necessarily used to doing that. Mm. I know we've talked about the strengths piece. My number one strength is competition. So <laughs> shocker. That's, and- I think that's my bottom. <laughs> Literally, if you put me in a competition with other people, that is not a way to motivate me at all. Right. And so for me, it's number one. That's what works. Yep. And so because of that, you know, I'm not, I wasn't used to failing. Mm. Right. And, and going through several years and feeling like I was a failure or not succeeding in the way that I thought I should have been was a, a real struggle. And I, I think I just kind of got to the point where I sped up. So it's either like you put up or you shut up. And, Mm -hmm. and uh, it really comes down to this decision. I think a lot of people are intrigued by this idea of entrepreneurship, but it's hard, Mm -hmm. right? It's, it's not as easy as people might think it is. It's not, it's like, oh, I can do whatever I want. Yes, you can, but that doesn't mean you're going to make money. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, it, uh, you know, and and so, you know, it really comes down, you know, I was ready to make a decision. I was ready to make a commitment. And, and then, you know, of course, still had moments of, am I doing the right thing at, you know, I certainly wanted to quit after I started a few times mm-hmm. because we've all been there, right? Where you hit frustration and, but then it's like, nope, I already made that decision. And so you keep going, that perseverance mm-hmm. part of it. So I think it's a, a combination of growing up, but just, all right, I made a decision. Let's, let's do it. Let's see it through. Yeah. I think that even applies to those that aren't entrepreneurs as well. Yeah. If you're stuck um, or in some corporate job on some particular track and you're like, you know what? This isn't actually where I want to be. You're going to go through the same struggles of, okay, how do I get into something different? Mm-hmm. I now have to chart my own path because the path that I've been on has been prepared for me by my company, the industry, whatever it is. And now you're having to go in a different direction or jump tracks to somewhere else um, to find a, a career shift or anything. You're you're going to run into that same difficulty. Yeah. Well, I mean, you probably know these stats better than most people. And I can't even, I'm sure they've been touted a couple of times, but you know, how many people go to college and don't even go into their field of study? Yep. Very few, 20-ish, teens to 20%, I think it is. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I think that's a whole other soapbox for me. (laughs) Right? (laughs) That's a whole other podcast. That's a whole other conversation. (laughs) Yeah. And all of you listeners, if you haven't heard it yet, I'm sure there will be an opportunity where you will get to hear my views on that. (laughs) (laughs) 
I would probably be right there with you. <laughs> oh, yes. And it's and yet at the same time, so touching on it briefly, I was a computer science major because I thought I wanted to design web websites at the time. Um, and I got into computer science. I had two honestly poor internships that just weren't the greatest. Um, and I realized, nope, I want to work with people. And so I switched to psychology. And while that may be crazy, I think there was a, a hint of intentionality to it. Whether I was aware of it or not, I knew that I was drawn in that direction. And so when I didn't know what to do with my psychology degree and ended up in a call center selling insurance, um, I defaulted back to the easiest way to get off the phones. And I found a data and analytics position that used some of my programming knowledge and my background in thinking very logically. And it worked. I like to say I have a 13-year tangent, though, because that decision I made in college to switch was meaningful. And I've made that switch again in my life. And it's not the it's not the switch itself, but it's what drove me to wanting to work with people that I'm like, oh yeah, no, I I do still just want to work with people. And I need to get out of this, this thing that I do well that is expected, that is considered normal, um, to have a good corporate job where I can do data and analytics and go, nope, we're gonna, we're gonna shift that. That's awesome. Yeah. And I like the idea of there are no mo mistakes, mm -hmm. only building blocks. Absolutely. Yeah. I still will try to help people avoid a 13-year tangent in their life. Great, because that's a long time. <laughs> it's a long time. Because um, I do think it could be shortened, and I'd love to help shorten it for other people. Um, but at the same time, it's my journey. It's where I've been. Okay, that's fine. Um, but recognizing that. I, I kind of knew, I kind of knew in college that I wanted to work with people and I didn't anchor myself strongly enough to that to keep coming back to it. Even when things were tough, when I didn't know what to do, when I wasn't sure about a job, I took the first track that looked normal and took a big girl job and kind of ended up in the wrong direction. Yes. That dang adulting thing. Oh my gosh, it stinks. <laughs> well, that I mean you're you're talking about the growing up though. Mm -hmm. I mean that's that's a key piece that we need to have is how do I how do I wake up to the reality of okay, maybe I'm not adulting right. Maybe there is a better way to do this and take care of myself. Well, and I think there's also you know, with a, a lot of the the training and personal development that we have done um, for ourselves so that we can continue to grow is like there are a lot of outside influences mm. with, you know, family, you know, expectations, societal expectations. So those are some of the two biggest ones um, that most people contend with. And we get very caught up in this 
well, I should do this Mm. or, you know, like, I don't want to, I don't want, or you try and do something different and then you reach the disappointment factor from outside influences, right? That can sway a lot of people's decisions or, you know, um, routes that they take, right? Yep. Because they're like, I I just want to do what's expected of me. I want, we, yeah, I think it's probably largely from going to school, right? They train you to be good and do the right thing, right? And And there is a right thing to do as a child at school. Right. Yes. In life, it gets a lot more complicated. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So what did this growing up process look like for you? How'd you do that? Well, thankfully, I, um, you know, with working with Five Rings, it was the right environment. And um, I was able to be surrounded by people who saw me in a different space than I saw myself. So that part was really, really huge. And um and so that helped me, like I could borrow other people's confidence, be loved on, and then did, you know, part of what we do a lot of is we do a lot of personal development, mm. um, not only for leadership skills, but to really see yourself in a different light. Because, you know, you almost have to as a, as a, as a business owner. And, and, and really kind of sometimes doing some really hard work when it comes to that and it never stops, right? Like it, you just keep on working on it. And, and so the idea is that you're always maybe a little bit better than you were the day before of becoming the best version of yourself. Mm. And, and so thankfully the environment, the culture, the mentors that I had access to gave me the opportunity, the room, and even the the constant nudging to keep moving forward and and to keep working on it. So um, I'm a completely different person than I was 10 years ago. That's awesome. Yeah. Oh, and I'm... I don't know that I'm jealous or envious. I'm just very appreciative, I guess, that you have that environment Mm -hmm. that is going to pour into you so that you can be um, growing, developing, becoming a leader. Yeah, you can grow up. Yeah. That's so cool. Yep. Well, Kristen, where can people find you? Um, so, uh, you can either find me on social media. So I'm on Facebook, Instagram, and, uh, LinkedIn. Okay. So it's Kristen Judd. And then, um, my direct number is 303-944-6195. Or you can email me at Kristen at fiveringsfinancial.com. And why would somebody want to reach out to you? Uh, So uh, I do a lot of education around money and how it works. 
And so maybe you find yourself in a space where you're looking to find out if what you're doing makes sense or if you don't understand it. Uh, and I do a lot of tax strategy. So I like to, to help people pay less in taxes, um, put it in a space where it's not visible by the IRS and you can access it tax-free. So I'm a big tax-free person. And um, maybe they're in that space also where they're just worried about losing the money that they've worked really hard to save. Mm. So I can show people where they, they never have to worry about losing money ever again and also be able to remove um, some fees if we need to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Kristen. This was wonderful. Some great topics. I greatly appreciated getting to know you more and, and chatting and awesome ideas. Awesome. Thank you so much for having me on here. This You're welcome. Was a, this thank was you. a great podcast. Thanks. Thanks.